everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For you. We have got a great guest joining us today here on a broadcast. Andy Berger is with us. And uh, Andy, welcome back to the program. How are you, my friend? Well, thanks for having me back. I'm doing great. So, you have got an incredible project. Tell us a little bit about your project here. You've got a great book. You've got everything going. Tell us about it. (laughs) Well, Voices Against Trafficking just released the first edition. Uh, We plan to have one every year, but it's called Voices Against Trafficking, The Strength of Many Voices Speaking as One. And our goal was to create a book that could, one, be used for conversation openers for people that aren't sure, well, how do I talk about human trafficking or what is it, uh, but also uh, to share some stories from survivor leaders like myself, from media around the country, from people that are actually doing hands-on groundwork with victims, with organizations, and actually with trying to get predators to stop doing what they're doing. So 20 chapters, 20 authors, and we are getting a copy of this book into the hands of every member of Congress because they really need to know how bad it is and what's happening. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. So why did you decide to write this book? Well, uh, this book is the second. Actually, I wrote the first book more about my journey as a as a as a victim of child sex trafficking for 17 years. And out of that came the need uh, and the understanding that most people in America don't realize that it happens right there in their own neighborhood. So uh, in getting other uh, colleagues that were working in the same in the same area. Uh, shelters and rescuing victims and finding out what they don't have available to help them and the fact that sometimes we can't even get national leadership to pay attention. I felt like I needed to get more voices and get them into a book and that's what we did. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. So so tell us a little bit about this book. Tell me about your writing process. How, How did you bring this book to life? Well, actually, it was kind of a midnight nudge. I don't know if you've ever gotten ideas in the middle of the night that inspire you to the point you can't sleep and it's kind of nagging at you. And so that's kind of what happened. I felt like, you know, my life, God was nudging me to to go out and, and, and cast a larger net, so to speak, get more people involved. And so what I did was I invited folks that are the top voices in prevention, education, awareness to write a chapter with me, uh, to write the book with me and compile it all into one place and that's what we did and honestly it's it was amazing because the idea sort of came about in March of last year and by September of last year five six months later the book was done so it has a mission fantastic fantastic so with this book what do you want readers to take away from your writing I want readers to take away one what 
is uh, human trafficking? And two, how does it affect me? And three, if I'm traveling or if I have a kid that likes gaming or is on the internet, how do I protect them? Also, you know, we have hotlines and helplines in the book. We have other information that will help you keep your family safe and how to prevent child abuse or prevent your child from being abducted possibly. But also as a, uh, a community, a national community and a local community, wherever someone lives, they can use this information at the very least to become more aware that one, it exists and two, how to be a better observer so that we can do better reporting and numbers for how to report and what to do are also in the book. That book also helps raise money for our organization. We're a 501c3 and in order to create the educational programs, to put on the Facebook forums internationally, to continue writing books that will help us do more good for the innocents who have no voice. Uh, those books provide the dollars to do that. And it's available on Amazon.com and our website. So what's been some reviews and feedback you've gotten on this book so far? So far, uh, we have had five stars and people saying, wow, you know, this is great. In fact, we had a company out here in uh, Central Oregon. They bought a bunch of books, put them in a basket with a bunch of snacks and treats and gave them to the principals and teachers of the elementary schools uh, in my area because they wanted to make sure every school had this in their library, you know, that they could control at least so that there'd be a copy so educators could read it, you know, read this chapter, read those chapters, read the whole book, whatever they would take away from it and start educating students and being more aware about what happens on their campus. So we're encouraging folks to take action. We're hoping this inspires action among the everyday person who says, well, what do I do? What can I do? We have got a great guest with us today. Andy Berger joins us here on our big broadcast. She joins us coast to coast, border to border on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. This week, we're on the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA, buildgrownenjoy.com. Check out buildgrownenjoy.com. So, Andy, when you decided to put this book together, what were some of your goals for this book? Well, the goal, of course, is to be successful and to have a lot of copies uh, go out, you know, millions if possible. So feel free to, you know, <laughs> buy a few million. <laughs> but but mostly was to get the word out that Voices Against Trafficking is a collective voice. We are asking people to join us in this human rights fight uh, for the voiceless, for those who who have no idea, you know, when the elections are or or when school starts because they're trapped, they're being drugged, they're being used, they're being sold, and they're being killed. And they're having organs harvested, you know, from their bodies. So this this book, my goal was was for it to be so widely used, widely utilized as a tool in our tool belt to fight the predators, to turn things around in legislation, in our communities, and it starts with one person becoming more aware and being inspired to act on behalf of those who can't help themselves. That was my goal. Get this out there, educate people, give them a tool they can use so they can feel confident about what they're saying, and then, of course, promote the heck out of it. So what? give me some stats on... Uh on child trafficking and some of the different things that are going on. Sure. Uh, right now in America, every 40 seconds, a child 18 years or under is abducted. That means they're taken or they're lured into something that seems safe, whether it's over the chat rooms or it's actually, hey, a summer job posting. 
a lot of times the predators are very stealth in how they get teens and young people to meet them or to join a group that really isn't a group. And so uh, we wanted to um, make sure that people are aware that every 40 seconds, even in your neighborhood, a child can be abducted, taken, or lured. The other statistic, which is just heartbreaking as well, is in America, five kids a day die just from child abuse. And most of those, 80% of those kids that die from child abuse in this country every day are five years old or younger. In my own experience, my birth mother and my predators tried to kill me a number of times and before I was five. And five, at age five, that was my first attempt to take my own life because I felt that was the only escape I had. But, you know, in my life, God interceded, and here I am six decades later. So those are some of the statistics. And globally, this is a $160 billion industry. So if we didn't have a demand for children to engage in such things, if we did not have that depraved nature, there wouldn't be a need for supply. And if there wasn't supply, there'd be no profit. So if we can get rid of the demand or reduce that, then there will be less supply and the profit won't be an issue. But, of course, that's a huge elephant. So I say take one bite at a time and let's go for it. Fantastic. This book is incredibly well written. Uh, you've gotten a lot of great reviews. Have you gotten any feedback or criticism on this? Uh, so far to date, uh, thankfully, no criticism. Uh, not everyone agrees with everything in the book, I am sure. But again, if they're not acting on behalf of the victim, then they're in favor of predators. So we're probably not going to hear from that group. <laughs> so why is this such a big deal nowadays? Because I remember... You know, child trafficking used to be just kind of a, a fringe thing, but now this is like the end thing nowadays. Why, why, why is this such a big deal? I, I honestly believe you have two driving forces, greed and perversion. And if somebody has both, then that makes them uh, more, more diligent in getting their product. And look at the universities, yeah, starting from Penn State, you know, with the Joe Paternal thing. And then you had uh, the, uh, Michigan and another Michigan university recently, uh, Western Mich Michigan University, had a public safety officer arrested, caught human trafficking right there on campus. And then, you know, USC with the doctors, we're not paying attention to who is around our, our children from a very young age, even up to college age. I'm sure the parents who sent their kids to those universities thought they'd get an education in a different way, you know, than what had happened. And you look at say Simone Biles, a, a very well-known athlete who tried to report to the FBI what was going on in 2015. And still to this day, it took that long for someone to listen to her. So imagine if your niece or your nephew or somebody you know or somebody you babysat, you know, goes missing, is taken. You know, they don't have the opportunity and they're not well known like some of these other people have been. So imagine how hard it is for them. But we are not prosecuting. We are not putting people in jail for these transgressions as they should be. We're not enforcing the laws that are already on the books. And that is part of the problem. We have got a great guest with us today. Andy Berger is with us. She joins us live here on our big program. She's talking about her latest book. It is absolutely amazing. 
Voices Against Trafficking. She joins us this week here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA, buildgrowandenjoy.com. So you were a survivor of trafficking. Talk to us about this. Yes, and I apologize for my voice. I've You're been doing good. a lot of You're lately, but um, I was trafficked from ages six months to 17 years old by immediate and some extended family members. Now, this is back in the early 60s and 70s where we barely talked about child abuse in those days, you know, let alone something like this. They wouldn't even have a term for it. But that is exactly what happened, and it's called familial trafficking. So family members who traffic, it's even harder for the victims to get help because even when I reached out or tried to, to run in those days, I was sent back to the people that, that were doing the damage. And as a 17-year-old, which was the last time my birth mother tried to take my life, tried to choke me to death, I reached out and I was told, well, if you bring your parents, we can help you. And because I was a minor, well, that doesn't help. And so it was a very long, painful uh, journey. Again, you know, at five, I sat on the curb waiting for a car to be coming by fast enough so I could jump in front of it and end it all because I felt like I wasn't going to survive anyway. Uh, but in my life, God interceded, and uh, although it was not easy, and I tried a couple more times uh, to take my life at eight and at nine because I couldn't get out. I was trapped. I was uh, locked up in rooms and just all those different things that go into being a victim, which people don't really understand how torturous it is. Uh, but again, here I am. And so I chose that if I lived, I won. And if I died, the evil, evil people won. And so it was just a very long journey. Um, but thankfully, um, I came to a place where I saw that other kids needed help like I did, and that's who I wanted to help. And so I spent my time doing well in education, getting a law degree, realizing law wasn't really going to get the justice I wanted for these kids. So I went back to business and then created a life where I could start rescuing kids. I think that is fantastic. It is Andy Berger with us today. She joins us live. She has a, a amazing amazing background um she has just created such a great organization and a great book here she is continuing to fight against human trafficking and she joins us today here on our big program she is the founder of voices against trafficking and beulah's place tell us about beulah's place yes that uh that was established in 2008. I had had a massive um, brain injury actually from an accident and I couldn't work and I wondered what was I going to do with my life. And a friend of mine said, what do you want to do? I said, I want to help other kids. So we put this website up and my husband and I thought about how do we help these kids that are on the street that we saw around our own area in Central Oregon. And there were no shelters, there were no places, and people still had the idea that, you know, if they had tattoos and earrings and piercings and, you know, stuff like that, or they had a cigarette hanging out of their mouth, that they were probably rebellious, the bad kids, right? And that's not true. So Ed and I decided that, well, if we feed them, uh, that doesn't solve the problem long term, although it's a good thing to do. What else can we do? So we created a safe house system where if you had an empty room or you wanted to be part of our program, we would work on finding uh, putting a teen in your house for three to five months. And then I would work with that teen. And what we did was we got to the root of why they were on the street. And in 14 years, we've probably rescued or assisted in 300 kids getting off the streets, um, 50 housed and 
eight going to college, and every single one of them were sexually violated or abused. They were trafficked or they were made to do things they wouldn't have done. Uh, so, or they were being uh, forced into drug use by their parents or by their guardians. So they ran to the streets thinking the streets would be safer. And of course, as you and your listeners and I know, the streets are not safer, but that's how desperate these kids were. So we wanted to make a difference and we feel like getting to the root was the best way to do it. Andy Berger with us today. She is amazing. She joins us here on our big program talking about her incredible new book. So this book, um, what is what is next for you as an author? What, what, what do you have coming up? Uh, coming up, we are halfway through the third book, uh, the next uh, edition of Voices Against Trafficking. I'm not sure about the subtext yet, but probably more along, um, you know, the voices that are in action, what they're doing. We want to give people a sense of what's happening, the good things that are being done and how they can participate. But um, I'll let you and your listeners in on a little secret. I am really, really wanting to write a series of children's books that I have had in my head for probably 20 plus years. It was part of uh, a way for me to heal. And so I'm looking forward to being able to do the creative part, uh, hopefully in the next year or two. So how do people get in touch with you on social media, websites, all these things? How, how, how do we get in touch with you? Absolutely. Best way, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com is the website, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com. You can find us at uh, Facebook.com slash VoicesAgainstTrafficking. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, and uh, I'm sure a couple of others I don't remember because I'm not terribly socially oriented <laughs> that way. But but uh, we are definitely on social media, and they can follow us there. And also on YouTube, we have some great trainings. We have some great forums that are still on YouTube. You can look at those and learn from people all over the world what's working, what isn't, and how it's going. Well, what are some of your continued goals for the organization and Beautiful's Place and everything? Sure. Uh, the goals for voices at this point, which kind of was birthed out of Beulah's Place, unfortunately, uh, we have lost funding and are not able to continue with Beulah's Place um, and to, uh, after this year. But voices is taking up the slack. And what we are doing is we would like to get a million voices on a roster by the end of summer 2023. And on our website, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com, there's a little place where you can add your voice. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, you just simply say, hey, add my voice. I want to be part of the solution. So Jane Doe uh, from, you know, Anywhere USA. And that goes on a roster that we don't publish. We're just keeping it so that we can say, look, we have a million voices, uh, Mr. or Ms. or whoever legislator or mayor or governor or whoever it is we're trying to influence. And these million voices say, you better do more about protecting our kids or you better, uh, you know, help get legislation or enforce the laws against predators because we want america to be a safe place for all kids all youth all people they shouldn't have to worry about being preyed upon and so that's one of our campaigns right now and then of course uh, we have our quarterly forums on facebook and youtube that are free uh, so one of our goals is to get those uh, sponsored you know every quarter that would help but most importantly, we want people to go to our website right now today and click on the helplines and hotlines and put them in your phone. 
I mean, there's everything from suicide prevention hotline, child abuse hotline, national human trafficking hotline. If you have them in your phone today, then the next time you see something, you can say something confidently by calling one of those numbers and you will get help or they will help you figure out what to do in the situation. That's fantastic. Well, you're doing some amazing work. Thank you for making some time for us and coming on BGE. I really appreciate you chatting with me. And uh, the book is amazing. What you're doing is amazing. And just keep up the good work, my friend. Well, thank you. I appreciate you so much. And thanks for being out there putting the message out. It's always an honor to be with you. Definitely. Well, I will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful afternoon. All right. You also. Thanks so much. Thank you, Andy. There she goes. That is Andy Berger. And uh, she is amazing. And that is that. That is build, grow, and enjoy. And we will see you next week here on our big program. 